0: thanks for listening to this episode of unpacking mental health if you'd like to support the podcast you can do this by clicking the buy me a coffee link in the show notes and this is a five dollar donation which will keep the podcast ad free and go towards covering the expenses and i would love 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 if you could give my instagram and facebook a follow and i will update you with the next podcast so have a great day and I hope you enjoy. I would like to extend a warm welcome to Paul here who is a fellow mental health advocate here in Taranaki uh, with work showcased in our local community and also speaks in workplaces about well-being and business culture. So um, welcome to Unpacking Mental Health. Paul, thanks for joining me today.
1: Hi, hey, thanks for having me. It's great to, um, as always, be... Um live you know talking to someone and sharing some ideas you know it's it's a privileged place to be I think.
0: Yeah absolutely. First off the bat I just wanted to say that I love how you incorporate language and words in your art such as the mental health warrant of fitness and the I'm so worth it art. Um, I have one of your calendars on my wall by the way. So what inspired you to express yourself that way with words?
1: It it kind of happened um, by by chance really. I I remember it, you know, clearly, clearly as if it was yesterday. Um, I was uh, going through a tough patch in my my life, and um, I, yeah, really was struggling to just just to find my way. And so um, I remember my wife, you know, saying to me, "I should go and talk to someone because I was having, you know, a lot of um, these issues around where I was at in my life and and how I saw myself and and uh, after speaking to this woman which was a great it was a great time to be able to you know just obviously talk and talk i came home and i um i created a, a mental war on fitness um pretty much within like a, a, a day and a half you know i had no idea how it was going to come out and i'd been writing these sort of small messages to myself affirmations call them what you will and um it was uh, it was really great to to create the artwork and to see the the power you know of of the messages and and combining it with art because even if you don't connect with it every day it's still a cool piece of art on your wall but it's (laughs) always it's it's always accessible um to to someone and you can always go to it and it often calls you know your eyes to it um and there's something that you draw from it so yeah it was it was really a, um, a liberating moment for me in, in my um I guess beginning as a as well-being advocate because up until that point I don't really know much about anything you know you only know what you know and so that uh my mental warrant of fitness uh, really uh started leading me on a whole new direction in life
0: I like the idea of the warrant of fitness that it's not something that you achieve and then you can kind of tick that off it's an ongoing maintenance type of job right so same with mental health you you don't get to just have it fixed and get yeah, on with life <laughs> like it's always there to be worked on
1: yeah and i think that's a big um challenge for us uh here in, in uh, new zealand uh, is that you know predominantly around mental health we're a sickness service you know so if you're sick we'll service you and we're struggling to do that now as we both know um but uh we need to become a proactive, you know, uh, model, and mm-hmm. you know there is lots of great things like, um, like my artwork, like the great resources that people produce, the podcasts that people like yourself produce. There is some fantastics and going, but the underlying message should be that it's, uh, you know, it's a, a forever. Um, thing that we do you know and the better we get at it the more ingrained and the more normal it becomes you know the more fulfilled we we will be because Mm -hmm. um, when you are physically fit you're able to do a lot more your energy levels are high and when you're mentally fit it's the same thing you can expand your mind because you know you're not encumbered by um, negative thinking or guilt or shame or whatever it may be you're a lot freer you know to be your best version
0: Mm, yeah but it's the same like physical fitness if you don't work at it you don't have it anymore it's not just a thing that you attain and you've got it so yeah That's right. So, so it's a good way to look at it and yeah having your images on the wall I have one of your calendars and every now and again I glimpse at it and something sticks out you know it's you don't, I don't kind of run through it all every day but there's something that um, just makes you think I guess it's a bit of a grounding you know yeah, yeah.
1: And, I, and I think all of us you know um, you know, all of us have negative thoughts or we're surrounded by negative things. That's pretty normal. But if we can get really good at shifting our energy um, and the likes of art, you know, like you said, the calendar, you don't read through it every day, but sometimes you'll pick something out. You know, that's just an example of, um, you know, uh, shifting that energy. It's going, yeah, actually, that's a good thing to consider. You know, I am grateful for what I have or whatever the message yeah. may be.
0: yeah. Yeah, it's interesting that you say that about negative thinking, because I think there is such a flood on social media and in general at the moment, I think with the kind of wellness movement with this really positive messaging all of the time that you have to think positive and which is great. But there are also negative emotions to be had and feelings to go through. So I think I, it's important that those are normalized as well.
1: Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I think, um, you know, we need to understand that uh, the, the, the negative um, emotions and negative thoughts are so normal and mm-hmm. uh, make a huge part of our overall thinking. Um, but as I said, you know, if you look at things, I guess, from a historic perspective, you know, that was around survival, wasn't it? it, it our, our, our brains it, were wired up to, to survive, and uh, so we're often... Calculating risk or looking at uh, the future, you know. And at the moment, there's a lot of uncertainty, so it's very normal to feel anxious because you know things have changed quite dramatically um, the current landscape. So you have to acknowledge those, you know, those negative thoughts and emotions, and say, "Hey, look, you know, I feel that way because of that reason because I'm fearful of the future." Okay. So, and then then if you can get better at being proactive, you can isolate that thinking and say, "Okay, well." I acknowledge that, you know, and I am angry, or I am sad, or I am frustrated right, frustrated right now, but, you know, long-term, that's not going to do me well. You know, what can I control? You know, what is what is certain in my life? What can I focus on and put my energy into? That will greater influence, you know, what the future looks like.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I actually wrote a post on Facebook this morning, a little bit of analogy about... um not necessarily needing to carry your trauma or these negative things that happen to you and your backpack with you everywhere you go, but you can kind yeah. of have a look at it and chuck it on your library uh, bookshelf at home and just look at it when you need to, it's there, but you don't need to take it with you to every occasion, yeah. you know, kind of thing. That's so, that's well, so true.
1: Yeah. And that's what I think I like, you know, I enjoy you know, talking to someone like yourself was about uh, getting those observations and different ideas you know, I, I reckon for me, uh, a big change in recent years has been the, the ability to isolate, um, I guess, my uh, authentic self, the essence of who I am. You know, from my, my mind um, and my my physical self. And just look at, you know, in terms of your mind. Yes, there's been traumas. There are challenges. There are there are things that are always going to 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 be be there. Um, but they don't, they don't make up the essence of, you know, they don't mm-hmm. dominate my my life and my existence, you know. I can yeah. leave, them, leave them there. I can close that chapter. Yes, I can go and pull that book off the, the library shelf, you know, but I don't really want to. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <It's, laughs> no? I think it, it's Here's kind of about movie.
0: not having to try and delete it from your existence because you never yeah. can. So as much as you try, it's still there. But, yeah, you don't need to read it. Um, all the time I'm,
1: I'm into uh trying to write bestsellers you know That's what I <laughs> and no good you know concentrate on that bloody crap you know that, yeah. was, a, uh, that was a horror That's movie that, you know yeah a yeah. budget horror movie
0: <laughs> yeah one of the b graders that no yeah. one ever watched again it's on the like the last page of netflix if it ever right. made it there. yeah very cool um, well, speaking about, you just mentioned the current, clim- current climate, sorry, um, which is a bit crazy at the moment. What advice would you give to people um, who might be struggling with mental health and uncertainty? Um, there's obviously a lot of divide around certain opinions on things and social media is very loud and there are families and friendships strained over different ideas. Um, how are you dealing with that? What, what's your thoughts?
1: Yeah, well, I'm I'm not immune to any of that as well because, you know, amongst all your um, friends and and peers and different people, you know, everyone has a different take on on things. So at the moment for me, I'm trying not to to judge, um, you know, too much. I think we can quickly do that. And and at at the moment, it's not a nice environment. That's what I'm feeling. Um, And my message to people who are struggling uh, at this time, you know, due to... The uncertainty and the divide, and, and you know your uh, beliefs, is uh, you know I, I think you have to do what's right for you, for yourself, don't you? Um, you have to really you know be clear with why you know you, you're doing things in terms of your decision making, um, and you know you've got to stick to your to stick to what you believe in. But I also I think you always have to have an open mind as well. There's seems to be a, a lack of empathy in the conversation and a lack of compassion for for, for e- either, you know, whether you're, for example, you know, vaccinated or, or you're an anti-against um, the vaccination. Um, I still think you've got to open your mind and have some empathy for the other person. Uh, mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah we're going to struggle. For and I think it
0: also are, stay open to information as well, yeah. because things are changing so often. I get, if you're staunch in a belief system one way or the other it makes no sense and in the human life that it nothing could possibly right. change or new yeah, information couldn't change your mind it,
1: yeah I, I agree and you know we, we probably both would agree that we, we've been proven wrong many times so if you, you know <laughs> uh, if you're not if you're,
0: most weeks yeah yeah exactly
1: and if you don't open your your, your mind, um, you know, you're going to close off to, to opportunities or to different, um, you know, reference points. But those those that are struggling due to uncertainty with work or uh, you know breakdown in, in relationships because of being home together, and you realise that hey, there is you know some some issues we're we're, we're facing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, I I I just try to always come back to like, okay, um, I am feeling this way right now, and. And I think acknowledging that's really important. But I think what is critical is to say, like, yes, I feel this way, and yes, these things are not going in the direction I want them to. But what have I got? You know, this is that right now. This is the most important thing is to focus on what I've got going on. That's good. You know, yes. and I think it's that real intent to say, okay, yep, this is tough, but I've got to, I've got to get back to and got to focus on what I have because often when we're when we're failing you know, we're feeling like we're, we're um, lost our way and we're unmotivated or depressed or anxious, whatever it is, when we feel that way, we, we tend to focus only and elevate and inflate the negative things, the mm-hmm. things that are going wrong. And we forget about all the good things that we're done, you know, we're doing. But if you look at success, when you're successful, you tend not to even worry about the failings or the things that are going wrong because you're feeling really good and the success is great. And you inflate that, the other stuff really pales in comparison mm,
0: yeah so
1: so it it's really important to think okay what am I doing good what can I control you know what is certain in my in my life and uh and one of the key things at this you know point in time if you are struggling is you know really focusing in on on your support you know structure who have you got around you because we all know that you know the the quality of your life is is going to be massively affected by the quality of your relationships, mm-hmm. and if you if you have to look behind your your back, you're going through challenges and there's no one, no one standing there behind you. that's tough tough work, you know. That's really hard work. So I, I I would really you know be talking within my you know group of trusted people about how I'm feeling, mm-hmm. because if you're feeling that way, someone's probably feeling that way as well, and others maybe doing really well, so they can help guide you. You know. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I guess it must be tough for people that are one of their main support people uh, have a different idea or opinion to them. I guess that's where some big conflict can happen for people and kind of shake your foundations a bit, right? So I guess, like you said, focusing on the people who you are relating with at the moment, perhaps um, without destructing any other relationships, but yeah, it's a tricky, it's a
1: tricky one. And it always will be a tricky one, but I think yeah. that, that 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 exists. I think the fact that um really or well, you know what really needs to be considered is the importance of relationships, you know, and working on on your existing ones and working on new ones, you know? And yeah. it's not the it's not the quantity of your your friendships, you know? I mean, you could have 3,000, 10,000, 100,000 people on um social media <laughs> that I mean nothing does it. No, not at all. Hey, shit—it's the fan. They're, they're not there. Yeah, it's,
0: it's
1: the quality of your relationships. You know, yeah. Yeah. I, I like doing exercises. You know, with groups that I work with around. You know, working on on the importance of, of relationships, and you know, a good thing to do is imagine you're going in a, a rocket ship and you're leaving leaving the Earth and you're going to a new um, frontier. You're not coming back. You know, you're. You're going to start a new civilization. Who would you have on your rocket ship? You know, and and your, you know, your your group around you. Who who would be on there? And that's always a good indicator who you should be um, investing a lot of your energy into. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: that's a good yeah. one. Yeah,
1: and it's just a simple way to do because, you know, if you you and I both had to do it right now, there would be people that we wouldn't put on our on our rocket ship, and we be, you know, <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And like, we wouldn't be looking back. We'd be like, "Yeah, boy, we're out of here."
0: So. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. And I guess, like we talked about, mental health needing maintenance, so do relationships. And there are always going to be bumps in the road there. So, yeah. if if there's a bump, it's just a bump. It doesn't need to be bigger than that, perhaps.
1: Um, yeah, and you can have you can have disagreements. You can have arguments. You know, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, those those things um, should not, you know, dictate. If you have the, the the core, the fundamentals of a great relationship. You know, mm-hmm. that peripheral stuff is is, is yes, yeah. is, it's it's about you know getting the key stuff right. Trust, you know.
0: Yeah, uh, respect, love, Being respect. respectful in your conversations yeah. and things with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Ah, um, so on the topic of the work that you do. Um, you work with a lot of people in a business setting. So what have you found to be common areas that require work to balance out team culture and, this, you know, in a in a work environment? Well, in
1: the work environment, you know, a big thing in any environment is trust. That's massive. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you think about... Um, Performance and, and trust, you can imagine um, a graph, you know, on one side is performance and then on the other side is is trust. You can have high performers and um, and there's no trust. You know, you wouldn't trust them with your family or your money or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or anything like You know, there's no trust there. Often those, you know, people become very toxic because they have influence because they are a high performer. But um, they, they cause a lot of, lot of damage, so my biggest thing really is trying to to say um, to find gaps if there is gaps you know in people mistrusting each other That's, that's a real big part of of my work and a, and a big part of, of I guess working with big business now is trying to to help them move from, you know, with physical health and safety, we've got better over the last few decades at getting people home safely to their, their families in one piece. Mm. But we all know that people are coming to work or going home from work that are absolutely broken inside, busted up, you know? Yeah. And if we overlaid the same rationale with, um, you know, mental health and fitness and safety, we would go into a lot of businesses and would shut them down immediately. You know, there'd be the big tape around the outside. Don't go in, toxic. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. if you want to be poisoned, go inside there.
0: Yeah, the management team's terrible. Everything's bad. There's no
1: <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah. and, and so and so. It's really um, important that we start to understand what does a safe environment look like. Well, obviously, it's one where there's no bullying. Mm-hmm. You know, it's another where we have um, create opportunities where we can. You know. Uh, explore where gaps in knowledge are, and, and empower people. You know, without belittling them. You know, without explaining to them and giving them the knowledge for those to fill those gaps. Mm-hmm. So it's it's an exciting uh, place to be because uh, with the the companies that I'm working with, there's, there are, there are many companies around here doing a great job, but we're very I think unrepresented in that space. There's huge opportunities to create. Uh, workplaces that uh, are very, very, very safe and uh, empowering places to be, and that's what we want to do. You know, like as a parent, you know, I don't want my kids to go and work for an asshole who um, treats them like shit and and, and gives them, um, you know, fills them up with with negative self-talk. You know, and and. Uh, um, Self-esteem issues. I want them to go into a positive environment where they can add value. Yes, that they, they they're learning and um, they have to wait their turn to be patient. Those are other skills as well. But it's an environment where they feel good. Mm-hmm. And, and and often it doesn't matter what you're doing your your job. It could be um, very uh, repetitive. But if you go there and you feel good, that's the that's the key thing about it. Because when you yeah. You're there, you're feeling good. You're going to go home and feel good. And so a huge uh, a driver for me is to say to companies, hey, if we can do a great job within the business and the business environment that we um, share together, if we can make people feel really good here, teach them good skills and give them tools, then they can take that home and transfer them. They can transfer them to their family. They can transfer them to the communities because I'm not relying on the government to make these changes. They They... Are struggling struggling it's a community issue and if we can motivate communities to make those changes um, then we're on to a onto a good thing
0: yeah and i think with these big businesses that profit off people and profit off employees and that's growing their bottom line basically it, it's almost up to them to kind of ensure a healthy space and invest back in that right and the people that. Get created more positive and healthy environment. Surely that has to turn into good business for the business yep. owner. Anyway, it's like a self fulfilling prophecy, well, right?
1: The, and the smart people understand that the return on investment for you know well being initiatives and, and business, I think the ratio is around um, three to one. You know, so you yeah you, yeah. Um, but there's a lot of a research. On, yeah, but also it's just a moral. Um, yeah. Obligation, you know. It's like I want to look in the mirror, you know, and look back and go, "Hey, you know, morally, um, I tried my best to help people. You know, I had the opportunity to do that, and I did it. I didn't mm-hmm. keep it all for myself. Yeah. And and I and I believe very strongly that um, you know a lot of businesses, like you say, have uh, done really well through through people um, and their their efforts. Why wouldn't you, you know, just keep? Uh, if you you're trying to chase excellence do it in every area of the business whether it's what you deliver as a good or a service or what you create you know in an environment to to bring the best out of people that that yeah. that's that's an exciting space to be in you know
0: as an employer yeah i spent a long time in a corporate environment i lived in auckland for ten or so years and <coughs> I went through the um international freight industry up there so I did a lot of um, traveling overseas and around the country and involved in that kind of corporate lifestyle. But there is so much definitely bullying and definitely that ladder climbing mentality and that kind, you know, there's a lot going on there when money and pay rises and company cars and whatever are involved in that space. um, It can be a toxic place to be. You know, and you probably find that a lot of people in that space are those who are kind of high achievers or trying really driven people. So it's like a double whammy of <laughs> like a high collision rate of high functioning people that are, you know, pushing this envelope all the time. I think for me, it definitely, I had a breakdown at the end of all of that career and left and moved back home here because it was the pressures just gotten credible and sales targets and all this type of stuff so it's really cool to see that you're kind of stepping in at a owner and management level and trying to make changes with people on that there was definitely none of that in my time
1: (laughs) yeah and and you know your story is just so commonplace you know you you think of all the different industries around whether it's you know international freight or it's the legal fraternity yeah Yeah there's just so much um, uh stress and and you know toxic behaviors and and if the people who are driving it you know lack empathy and compassion um, mm-hmm. yeah. you know and, and are motivated um, for success based on you know what you have and and um, and uh, your lifestyle and those sort of you know you sort of material lifestyle you know it can be a, um, yeah a very uh, unhealthy place to, to exist mm. so you
0: know, su- I, oh sorry you go sorry yeah
1: because I always think success you know s- success is such a big um, word I mean success I means so many different things to different people you know some people are driven by money and, and um, material things um, and there's nothing wrong with that but there's so many other great things isn't it you know like I, I treasure having um, you know the, the space and the time to to think you know, without um, being encumbered by, you know, um, uh, other things, because my role is around uh, creativity, and if mm-hmm. I, if I don't have that, you know, space. I don't, I don't think uh, as freely as I as I do because I'm doing so many other things. And some people just need a bit more time. And that's what I really liked about um, COVID is, is that it's it's trust, the trust model, you know, front and center in terms of how we do do our business, and it's. Um, it's been a long time coming, but, you know, within uh, the chaos, there's always opportunities, isn't there? And I think this is a massive opportunity for us to do things differently and do things better because, you know, I don't even talk about the statistics of mental health anymore, you know, because they're shit.
0: Yeah, and, they're about at about 110% yeah. in the wrong direction. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so it's like, okay, you know, so... What 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 can we do, you know, to 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 better change those? And what can we, because we don't have to fix everyone else. We just have to do the best we can. And and people will come and look anyway, you know. And yeah. like I talked before, those skills will be um, transferable.
0: Yeah. 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 It's interesting. Not, I guess, you can get into this savior pattern as a wellness advocate and mental health person that you need to go and fix everyone and save everything, but. I, I'm thinking more and more that doing the work on yourself, and just you can share these things on social media or whatever it might be, and just that act is enough for people to see that things can be different, and that I think affects more change sometimes yeah. than having to scream at it, everyone all the time. You know. Yeah,
1: I, yeah, you, you're so you're so right, and I do believe if you um, um, can be, uh, you know, a great example for how. Because some people, like you know, we talked about it before, um, just with you know, life coaches, and, and, and there's a massive growth in life coaches, and, and look, yes, there's some great ones amongst them, but a lot of people are regurgitating a, a message. But mm-hmm. uh, we're also so different, aren't we? And one size doesn't doesn't fit all. Yeah. And I like the way you, you think and articulate that that point about you know, well, if I can do the best, so I can share what's working for me, then that may resonate with someone else. It won't resonate mm-hmm. with everyone, but it's not. It's not our our tasks, our roles, our, you know, to, to have to change everyone. It's a choice, mm-hmm. isn't it? It's like giving something up. You, often we give that thing up when we're ready to give it up. You know, we, we, we often fail and fail and fail because we're not ready at that moment. But when you're ready um, and, and that message that you sent out this morning or yesterday or whatever it may be, that could be just what that person needs at that, that moment. And that's what it, I really think about is, is that I don't want to be, um, you know, to – I guess, be um, admired or respected for, um, you know, who I am. I want to be, you know, admired for uh, what I can do and how I can can help, you know, and, yeah. uh, Yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah, well, you're doing an awesome job at that. I love walking around and seeing your artwork everywhere, especially you've got the big one outside the library. I think that's so cool. You know, it's a space where there are lots of kids around and lots of people walking past and, It's just a very, um, it's quite profound, I find, being able to walk and see art like that, that's so very detailed about provoking thoughts, basically. That's what it's doing, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and and that's um, one of my projects next year is, uh, so doing the uh, Sets for Change, which is about... um, uh, so we're going to get the artworks uh, initially in Harwater and, and Stratford, so we, we can spread them through. But, but ideally, in the future, will hopefully be out to Opunake, Patea, and Waitara, and uh, and have the artworks throughout the region. because um, it is is about bringing. What I find is bringing those ideas and messages out into the um, out to the public. It's a stake in the ground to say, hey, look, you know, this stuff is good. This mm. <laughs> this mental health. Um, and being proactive and normalizing them is, is really important. So uh, yeah. if we can if we can do that well, you know, we can be a real leading example in, in Taranaki. And I think there's real value in being the well well being capital of, of the country. I think we can do it. And that's I guess what my um, role in advocacy is is getting out there and selling that message, saying, so, you know, let's let's invest in it, let's talk about it and let's actually start to really uh, live it and celebrate it for for what it is
0: mm, yeah, I think it you're doing a great job at getting it into that corporate business sector because I think sometimes there can be an overlap with like you mentioned about coaches and that whole spirituality and wellness kind of industry that has jumped up at the moment. There can be a real murky line between that and mental health you know emotional intelligence and they're quite different things, in my opinion. Um, that you can promote them without being popped into a category, perhaps of something yeah. else. No, you know? I, I I I I couldn't agree more.
1: And that's why, uh, for me, um, art's been such a successful niche. You can you can start to fill up the white spaces in schools and businesses through art, you know. And people, uh, it's not, I guess want for a better term in your face and yeah 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 because yeah. if you can if you can do it like uh, well and do it uh, um so it has a positive impact because a lot of people don't like you know being told that they have to think a different way or you know and they have to yeah it's nice if it can gradually happen for for people and then all of a sudden it just becomes the normal way of doing things
0: yeah yeah and it's less i guess People can get caught up in the religion based or the spirituality based or they're being told what to do by someone, whomever yeah. insert thing here. Um, and it's more of a a guideline or, you know, yeah. things like what you've written, the Warren of Fitness. Those things are all free. They're they're available to all of us. You don't have to pay for the course or the set of crystals or the book or the, you know, any of these yeah. things. They're Innately available to everyone, so I guess letting people know what they are and um, that everyone can have them, it's not for the rich or the yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, that, that, yeah. <laughs> no, such. I know, I know, and then but that's what it's become,
1: isn't it? There's such an industry now that people are able to sell, and I think we're often uh, guilty of wanting that quick fix,
0: mm, yeah.
1: uh, so I, I believe it's really important that. You know, we we talk about it's a life um, commitment. You know, to your to your mental health, and yeah. uh, you can understand stand that. You know, you you certainly will have many challenges in life, but you know, you, hopefully, you don't have the high bigger highs and the, the low lows. You have you know that nice just contentness and and fulfillment. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. To be involved in this kind of work, I assume you've had to overcome some of your own mental health hurdles. Um, what has the process been like for you in terms of kind of discovering, you mentioned earlier that you spoke with somebody um, when you first started having struggles yep. um, to where you are now. What did that kind of look like for you?
1: Oh, look, it's it's incredible, the difference. And that's why I'm really <coughs> motivated to to talk to to groups and, and young people um, about my own journey because it's very relevant. Like I was, I was 42 years old, and I would say I had um, a breakdown. It really turned out to be a breakthrough. It was.
0: I like that. Amazing. Good
1: that yeah. I I had that 42 years, and I look back on it now. Um, I really felt frustrated for a good part of that. That life, of course, I experienced lots of good things and, and and built good relationships and experienced some great things. But what really um, I found was uh, I lived with a lot of shame and a lot of guilt and a lot of um, frustration. You know that could uh, boil into to, to anger. You know if you added alcohol to it. Um, so <clears throat> I I went and uh, I spoke to to this this person and it was really great. It was just the uh, opportunity to to talk to someone neutral and just, you know, talk about the, the things that happened to me. Unfortunately, when I was young, um, I was 11 years old, I was uh, sexually groomed by my, my uncle. It was a terrible time, as you can imagine, live with and a lot of fear for um, those years when that was that was happening, that fruit was was present. And, and I held on to all that, you know, it came out later on, you know, in life, but it didn't come out in a positive way, it came out under-drinking alcohol and then suppressed again, you know. So th- that was a big thing. But it was also, um, you know, my um, inability to, I guess, be my authentic self. So I was always trying to fit in. I was a people's pleaser. Um, I would, you know, um, was really, I guess, dominated by my ego in terms of um, how I lived my life. And so it was easier for me to, to make excuses or to blame or to avoid um, to, to create situations where it was easy to put people down um, and 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 not look in the mirror and focus on what I needed to improve, so that was that was a big that was a big confrontation thing for me. But I realised that if, if if I hadn't spoken to someone as my wife had suggested, um, that would have probably been the end of my marriage, and, and I wouldn't have had the relationship I have with my, my children and things so um that's it's saved me, and it saved my health um I do believe especially my mental health, so I was able to you know to be vulnerable and that was, yeah so so you know obviously being vulnerable was for me was liberating and um it was really exciting and because at that same time I'd gone through as a business owner, and so I'd been through um uh, liquidation and bankruptcy, so I was like. At a point where I'd never, I'd never done really what I, what I wanted to do. You know, I'd sort of tried to in a way to, to live how I wanted to be. Um, with, with how, my, you should, my, how you should, yeah, be. Could, yeah. yeah my, my, my work and stuff. Um, so I had this opportunity where I could, and so I decided to follow my art. And thankfully, my wife was supportive and went back to work to support me. Um, and so I was able to to start to really connect. You know, with um, yeah, with what was important to me, what I valued, and what I believed in, and and to to ensure the success, I needed to do um, things differently that I had done in the past forty two years. And a big one was to really talk about how I felt. So one of the key things I did was to to have a I guess develop a circle of trust, you know, and talk, ask people if I could talk to them, you know, about how I was feeling, yeah. because um, if I wanted to, you know fulfill my potential I, I needed to a maintain um, a good healthy um, balance in my life so what I what I learned was you know that 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 actually takes um, a lot of courage to, to say hey look you know I'm, I want to be vulnerable um, and I respect you and, and I'm asking you to do that so that was big and then the second thing was ensuring that I created I guess um, my non-negotiable things that I would commit to and, um, and I knew that I'd still make mistakes and fail and have that self-doubt but if, if I was doing certain things every day it gave me a greater chance of success so it, it may mean just things like you know um, the, the, the self-talk you know and, and, and actually starting to practice uh, things like you know is actually stopping myself and saying is this help is this helping me or is it harming me you know what I'm thinking is it helping or is it harming And then if it was harming, you know, just stop and say, okay, why is it? Acknowledge it. Shift that energy. You know, just getting better at that, you know, of of that self-awareness. And And that's so
0: powerful, that that interjection of that thought. It took me years to be able to learn how to, you know, kind of pick that as soon as it comes and then decide to change it because after a whole lifetime of, being conditioned, and you know that inner voice you get from wherever it comes from. Um, learning how to pick it up in the moment when it's happening is huge.
1: It is huge. That yeah. self-awareness yeah. piece of we can teach that to you know children at a younger age. I think we mm. you know and teach them about that inner peace. You know, there's lots of ways we can shift our energy. Like you know, I'm often lying on the ground, you know, with my eyes closed, just deep breathing because I know that that two minutes or one minute of deep breathing could be yeah. the difference. But doing a a good and a bad decision, it could be the difference between wasting my day, thinking about, shit, that's not important.
0: Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah. Hey, what's important? I love it.
0: I do that too. I jump on my daughter's tramp and look at the clouds for like a minute or something.
1: Whatever it takes,
0: hey. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's right. You know, go outside. Go for a walk. Do a positive activity. Put some music on. Because if we, you know... I, I realise that I wasted a heck of a lot of time in those first 42 years of my life. If I want to achieve, you know, the things that I've set myself, I don't have time to waste, you know? And yes, I know that some days my thoughts get away from me and I can, it steals a portion of my day. That, that's normal. I don't beat myself up with it. But I'm very disciplined to say, hey, look, that was too much you gave away today, you know? You're better than that, you, you know? And, and so I'm, um, I'm, I'm, i i I'm very kind to myself, and, and what I, I talk about it's it's the difference between saying um you know you're stupid uh, versus saying sometimes you do stupid things. There's a massive difference, massive difference, yep. and the things that we you know say to other people in terms of encouragement when they face the challenges is so different to what we say to ourselves so often. Mm,
0: yeah.
1: So yeah, that. that
0: yeah. I I think on that point as well, it's important that people aren't chasing perfect perfect thoughts like a consistent strain of perfect thoughts and i think that's another thing that comes up all the time in this like law of attraction and manifesting type thinking is that if something you don't get or it doesn't happen like you wanted it to then you're not thinking right or you know manifesting enough or that's not reality i don't think to me Um, of course you can if you have a goal and you're taking action steps towards it, you're exponentially more likely to achieve it. but just because you didn't think well enough, it didn't happen. that's not your fault. I guess is my point exactly you know? well
1: if if you want to think about the credibility of that book, you know a lot of it's common sense, so you get what you think but the one of the one of the authors of that book was in an interview, and someone said to them, "So the people that died in the um, boxing day tsunamis." Did they, um, you know, bring that on them? And she said, in some level, they did. And, and you right, know, to yeah. me, that just lost all credibility. It's like, lady, this is not true. Um,
0: yeah, that's like saying a serial killer shouldn't go to jail because all of the victims manifested it, or that's you right. know, it's, it's,
1: yeah, exactly. And, and and it's dangerous. Some of the messages that you know people grab onto, isn't it? You know, um, I. I some people have that personality, whether well, it's all or nothing, you know that's all or or nothing, but that's unsustainable. What I'm trying to to um, help people with is is to make things sustainable and make them real, you know yeah and and we are you know on a basic level as humans, you know we are very we're social creatures and and I think our um our time that we we interact with other people and with all the things going on. We get it wrong all the time, you know. If mm, yeah. I'm frustrated because someone's pulled out in front of me and, you know, I took the horn or the kids are, um, you know, playing up and I want to stroll them but instead of doing that because <laughs> yeah. i get arrested, I yell at them. Well, you're, you know, it's, <clears throat> I'm making mistakes on a constant basis but, you know, it's the intent behind them is that, yeah, okay, this is normal. I'm a normal human being. It's, there are idiots in the world you can say that. Person is acting poorly, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank goodness I'm not them. And and so there is, um, yeah, there is just a, a need for more realism around mental health. You know, it's like we all got shit going on. We all mm-hmm. got challenges at different times, at different stages, at different magnitude. Um, let's accept that, you know, and let's just uh, uh, not try to be perfect because it's unattainable and it's mm-hmm. actually destructive in the end, yeah. really. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think on the idiots of the world, a important thing that I've been able to learn is really response over reaction. So what you can't control anything that's happening around you or, you know, the person pulling out or the dumb comment someone gives you in a meeting or whatever it might be, but you can control whether you respond or react. Yeah. So whichever one you choose will have for the consequences which will cause you either more shit in your life or less
1: yeah <laughs> so, i know that's right yeah. <laughs> exactly and i um and i used to take things on board really personally and i know a lot of people do but what really um changed for me and helped me was that when um, someone was acting badly or saying something stupid i would stop and say all right okay I, right right at this moment you know I, I would love to um, push them in front of a bus, you know, <laughs> yeah. but I won't. Um, so I'm just going to say, hey, thank you very much for coming into my life and, and reminding me of how I don't want to be. Thank thank you for being here right now because the way you're acting and the way you're behaving and the way you're treating those people, uh, that's not how I'd ever want to live my life. So thank you for the reminder. And, and I got heaps better at doing that, you know, because I was finding I was getting angry and frustrated about, other other people when it was all just to do with me and how I responded and mm. you know how we react as a choice suffering is a choice you, you, you know people who went to places like in places like Auschwitz and you know experienced terrible things who came out of there and, and, and said you know I, I I have still have love for the people that did this for me because they understood you know that hate and hate is just more hate isn't it so mm. um yeah.
0: It's There's now. actually an interesting book about that a man wrote <clears throat> called The Happiest Man on Earth. Have you read that? No. Um, He was a survivor of Auschwitz and um, he labels himself the happiest man on earth. So I think he's still alive now. It only came out last year. Super interesting book and exactly what you're talking about that you can either choose to keep that with you or not, basically.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I always, think, I always think of those um, experiences and and thoughts is like poison. You know, if you had, um, if, you know, you consume poison, you know, and you obviously got sick, um, you would be straight to the doctor and they would remove the contents of that, you know, from your body mm-hmm. because it would you know, potentially do you damage or kill you. But we hold on to, you know, a lot of poisonous thoughts and experiences and carry them around with us forever. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm big on getting them out and, uh, and you know, putting them somewhere else because I don't want to be in that sort of state of being.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, I think, like you mentioned earlier, it's so cool that now these things are being talked about in schools and at a much younger level. Um, My daughter's 13, so she's just about to go to high school, but her school has been very proactive in talking about emotions and feelings and, you know, the whole mental health, system and how it works obviously i talk a lot about it at home too so she gets it from everywhere but <laughs> it's just a lot more um incorporated into life in this yep. generation i think
1: well it's, it's critical isn't it because uh um, life has become so much more challenging and you know one of the biggest challenges is, is disconnection from you know uh, meaningful things and people um so we um yeah we we need to, I think, have as one of the building blocks um, in schools as as well being yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Disconnection from meaningful relationships is a good one, but yeah. lots of connection on things like social media and yeah, other places, which is tough, I guess, for kids to kind of navigate. I didn't have that in my teenage years to deal with, thankfully. So
1: neither, thank goodness. Yeah.
0: If someone wanted to get hold of you as a speaker or to engage their team or business, what how would they find you?
1: The easiest way for people to connect with me um, uh, is through my website and that's uh, paulrangiwahia.com Okay,
0: cool. Alright, I'll put a little link in the um, show notes of the podcast so people can click through to it if they want to come and have you on. You've got some big names on your list here. I see you've got Fonterra and ANZ and the Taranaki District Health Board, there's some big companies to work with.
1: Yeah, I know, I'm very lucky um, to, to I work with those big companies and and uh, it's, you know, once you get that bit of that street cred in what you do, it, um, yeah. uh, it it's funny, you know, like I'm more consider you know, considered more and more an expert in the field um, and it's, yeah, it's great, it's, it's great. It's nice to be able to, because I get to try a lot of things. You know, I like just I just done a, a test with um, uh, some pilot work with the Ministry of Social Development, okay. and um, and that's been really really good. But working with big businesses as well, you know, I get to uh, trial uh, resources, you know, with with companies and stuff. So yeah. my I guess my biggest thing that I'm trying to do is uh, is I don't have the answers for everyone, but uh, uh, the biggest, one of the biggest challenges we have in, in uh, Aotearoa, New Zealand, is we're not very good at talking about how we feel. So um, that's, a, yeah, it's a nice challenge for myself to, to be able to keep doing that, you know.
0: Mm, yeah, awesome. All right, well, thank you so much for your time, Paul. It's been awesome to chat with you.
1: Likewise, and lovely to meet you. And um, now that we have, I'm sure we'll uh, get to see each other somewhere around our lovely uh, city
0: thanks for listening to this episode of unpacking mental health if you'd like to support the podcast you can do this by clicking the buy me a coffee link in the show notes and this is a five dollar donation which will keep the podcast ad free and i would love 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 if you could give my instagram and facebook a follow and i will update you with the next podcast so have a great day and i hope you enjoy